The following program is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. The views expressed are those of the panelists and not necessarily those of the sponsors, Broadway Media, or any school district, their respective managements or employees. Geekshowpodcast.com, brand new episode. Name of the episode is Squats McKenzie. Uh, hi, everybody. It's me, Carrie. And uh, everybody made it to uh, the podcast today. Uh, Jay had to duck out about three quarters of the way through, but uh, we all made it. So um, hope you enjoy. Uh, covered a lot of ground today, a lot of the breaking news, casting, things like that. We also uh, took a look at the Ms. Marvel trailer. And if you'd like to see our reaction to the Ms. Marvel trailer, we cut a separate thing for our uh, Patreon. Yes, our Patreon. We'll have that up for you here in a bit. Uh, just go to geekshowgotthiscovered.com and you can watch us. And we can all watch it together, uh, watching the Ms. Marvel trailer. Uh, so that's at our Patreon. Geekshowgotthiscovered.com is the portal there. And uh, yeah, it's a little extra, but I think it's worth it. It's really not that much extra. Tree fitty. I mean, come on, tree fitty. So yeah, uh, that's there. Also, uh, don't forget our merch is available. Uh, go to geekshowpodcast.com. And click on the merch button and you can order all kinds of wonderful items. I'm using my Geek Show coffee mug right now. Uh, so, yeah, there's a lot of things happening on this episode. I want to thank uh, our, fo- our sponsors for making this episode free to you, this podcast episode, this audio uh, free to you. It's uh, the Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts at 2043 East, 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And you can go in there and you can order stuff. If they don't have it in the store, they'll do their best to get it for you. And uh, right now they've got a lot of uh, Batman stuff ready for you because you're seeing the movie and rediscovering Batman. Drop by for a copy of The Court of Owls, uh, Zero Year, Long Halloween. All of those great uh, Batman stories are there for you at uh, Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store, of course. All right, let's get to it. Brand new episode, Squats McKenzie. Please to enjoy. Hi, everybody. How is everyone? Look, everyone's here. We all made it. Everyone's here. <laughs> Looks like me. I'll be honest, it was pretty cut and dry for me at a certain point this week. You said you almost Yay. died? What was that all about? I think I almost died this week. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. As I, get, as I get closer and closer to recovery um, from the incident on Monday, I think I may have almost died. I've got this uh, recurrent stomach issue, and when it hits, it puts me on my ass, but it gets worse every time. Mm. And uh, I ran 104 fever for two days, couldn't move for 36 hours. Oh. Pretty much, um, yeah, so... I thought I was okay by Thursday, but after yesterday, looking back on Thursday, going, no, you were not good on Thursday. You were still a freaking mess, clown mm. shoes. So mm. anyway, uh, it was enough to get me to finally make an appointment with a doctor. Oh, good. Yeah. About goddamn time. <laughs> well, yeah. How Thank do you make you. an appointment with a doctor? I like. Well, I, well you, you call or you use a telephone. Or Does my mom doctor? do it for me? Sometimes you could do it online. <laughs> Yeah, I, your mom. Uh, come, come I, soon, we, we actually one of the one of the really good benefits of the company I work for is that we actually have an on call staff doctor. So. Oh, that's good. Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's All nice. right. Well, he's Lee George Kate, everybody. He nearly died. And I nearly died for yep. your sins. 
I would have been the martyr you loved. <laughs> also, oh, I, can have, I can have two of those now. <laughs> also, he's not okay, I promise. He's Jay Whitaker, everybody. Hey, what's up? <laughs> I need a doctor appointment. I need about five. <laughs> hey, everybody. Okay. Uh, this is Jay uh, Whitaker. Uh, got shows? Go to itsjaywhitaker.com. Uh, call, and while you're at it, online at itsjaywhitaker.com, make sure you make a doctor's appointment. Get a checkup. Get a therapist. Um, I'm going to go uh, see my doctor on Tuesday. I'm a, I need a doctor, for real. So is there it's a doctor last in this week. chat? Actually, yeah. yeah. All right. Well, somebody help me make an appointment, because I don't know how to do that shit. I'll teach you. <laughs> <laughs> he just collapsed. There we go. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody farted in Rebecca Frost's house. Oh. Yeah. I personally also boycotting doctors until they tell me something else other than to exercise and lose weight. <laughs> I'm sure we could find you a doctor that would do that. Would be nice. You I'll would think. I'll bet there's a bunch of them in Utah County who would offer up a special elixir for you that would take there's, care of everything. There's a fantastic article that I found last week from a woman who was going through some, some medical issues. And after a year of exercise and lose weight, she finally said, fine, I'm going to exercise and lose weight. And then she went back in and she's like, so what's wrong with me? Oh, obviously you've got some problems. Let's get them checked mm -hmm. out. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. My knees hurt all the time. Why? Probably because I'm just fat, says every doctor I've ever seen. It could be that you have 22 knee tumors. 22. We'll never know. We'll never know. Oh, those knee tumors. Yes. Uh, have you tried time. rubbing oils on it? I, that's why I haven't made it a doctor's appointment. I've just been using like all types of oils, oils? And, and moisturizing. <laughs> yeah. Like that's the well, thing. That's that's what we didn't go to doctors growing up. We just we just moisturized. That's it. Well, that's why, like, when I was a kid, I, I broke a couple bones growing up, and my parents did not take me to the hospital for a couple days. That's right. You put uh, some peppermint I, oil I broke my big toe, and it swelled up to, like, the size of a football. Like, none of my shoes fit. And it wasn't until none of my shoes fit, my mom was like, oh, I guess maybe we'll take you to the doctor now. Oh, you got to put tangerine oil on that one. Tangerine <laughs> <laughs> oil. You, you, I know it was a big toe. That's a different wow. thing. Yeah, it is. I fucked up my big toe on my, big, on my giant feet. There hey. is a different citrus oil for every toe. Someone yes, in Lee? this, someone in this chat, uh, someone in this in this room, in this group of six, has actually driven me to a doctor because I wouldn't get my ass out of the uh, snowfield that I had collapsed in and melted all the way down to the surface of the yard. Would that well, be? Ambulance rides are expensive. Oh, right. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say. I'm an Uber. I'm an Uber. I'm gonna Uber. Drive. Yeah, if I ever or need a lift. ride, I'm gonna Uber. <laughs> I nearly what... died from a pneumonia, but Shannon dragged my ass to the doctor. <laughs> what a guy! He saved Lee's life. Kidnap me and take me to the doctor. He saved Lee's <laughs> life. He's Shannon Barnes and everybody. My man. Yeah. Yeah. Not my best choice. <laughs> <laughs> no, Yo. it's true. You went through my pockets. I didn't have any change. You thought, okay, let's take him to the doctor. Yeah. <laughs> he considered it a future uh. investment to rob you later. Uh, I'm low energy today. Mm -hmm. It's been a week. Daylight uh, savings is the worst. Like daylight savings yeah, week is the worst and, week of all and time. It, I've decided it makes kids go crazy too. Really? Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm pretty tired. But uh, there was one uh, highlight of my week this week. Uh, I ignited feminist rage inside of Rebecca <laughs> Frost. 
What did what? you do? What did I miss? <laughs> he, like, so he, <laughs> did I he, miss this? No, he sent me. He sent a video of his kid when he's trying to speak with a British accent, and he told me to show it to Jen instead of just sending it to her directly. And I was like, okay, tip me a dollar for like the work. And I get to work, and there's a bag of a dollar in change it says thanks for everything and i was like what man left this on my desk this one i hope it was all pennies this one right it was, here it was like two quarters and five dimes and i was i, I think was, there was a nickel or two in there i was like what man left this dollar in change on my desk and said thanks for everything that and then i found out it was from shannon and i was like oh okay whatever i'm not mad about that <laughs> it was so funny and then he she sent to me a doctor. text she sent me a text it's like i was so mad i was furious that's funny oh quad t everybody too tall hey. tony isn't that funny how quick your anger can shift to not so yeah. angry when you find out whoever hot, was a dick to you was your is your friend instead. The of hot second I thought it was Shannon, I was like, "Oh yeah, whatever. Yeah, that, yeah, that's funny. Fine. Then this is funny." <laughs> it's so funny how that works. <laughs> anyway, check me out on Twitter at Quad T Tony or on the Gadget Spot, a podcast. Oh, All right. Oh, oh I, I forgot. Oh, yes. Go ahead, Shannon. It's our host. Sorry. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Howie Jackson. Mr. Howie Jackson. Oh, right. Hi. Monday through Friday, six to ten, x ninety six dot com for now. All right. I just I forgot to tell you <laughs> one more highlight. There was one more highlight of my week. Yes. And it happened That's yesterday. Good. I think I saw the world's uh, biggest douchebag. Okay. You mean actual? And, yeah. It was you like look a, in the mirror. Oh, <laughs> what no, man but like, did this? To <laughs> this this guy was driving a um this insanely tricked out like Nissan. You know how they do it? It had like mm -hmm. dragon wings and shit and on Nissan? the side. Nissan? Of all the cars? I don't know. It's it weird. There's GTR. that. So anyway, but so I, I'm like, what a douchebag. And then I got behind him and he had a personalized license plate that just said squats. Never skip a day. <laughs> so this guy, this, this. Squats. <laughs> So yeah. you found this, you found you found the one guy that missed the dwarves in Warhammer forty thousand. I, I guess, <laughs> but it was I was just I was just in awe. I was like, wow. Nothing <laughs> anyway. wrong with squats. Well, yeah, but basing your entire personality around it? Basing I, your <laughs> entire personality around squats. That guy, that's the squat guy. They call me squats, <laughs> man. Hey, I'm squats. Hell yeah. Squats. He's you ever seen an ass like this? Ah, yeah. He's, uh, <laughs> he can't lift anything, but I sure can press. He's Spuds <laughs> McKenzie's brother. Squats Me go drive McKenzie. car! Me go Squats drive McKenzie. car! First name, uh, Squats. Last Bug, name, T-Bag. Bug Hunter says the uh, trucker convoy is still messing around in D.C. Mm. <laughs> I, what are, there's nothing to protest. No, there's nothing left for them nothing to protest. Left. I would say, open. knowing that gas is $7 a gallon in D.C. right now, the joke's yeah. kind of on them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's begin with, uh, well, this was, uh, in my opinion, the big news for the week. Uh, this, was, uh, this was a big announcement. Uh, Mandalorian Season 3. We don't have a release date yet, but we did get some casting. Yeah. Wow. Yes. I saw this this morning. I was like, yo, let's go. <laughs> I hope awesome. they name him Del Orion. It, well, that was a tweet I saw. This said, unless his, <laughs> unless his Star Wars name is Del Orion, why are we wasting our time? 
Um, Why you look like long haired John Turturro right now? Oh, that's <laughs> that picture I'm just is saying, something else. The Batman. What the fuck is Christopher Lloyd gonna play? A, a corpse? No, he's gonna walk up. He's gonna be like, oh. Mando, Mando. We have to get Grogu back to the training. <laughs> this is my thirty fifth best impersonation. <laughs> uh, we don't know who he's going to play, but uh, like we said, if, if it's not Del Orion, then by God, <laughs> don't waste our time with that news. Anyway, so he'll be uh, playing something. It'll it'll just be like a guest kind of thing. Yeah. He won't be full time. It'll be. He's replacing Gina Carano. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he's gonna have like, he's gonna have a little rebel thing tattooed on Mando! his face. Mando, 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 it's, it's me, your old friend Cara Dune, I... and I have no right leaning opinions. My my God, Kara, what happened to you? Oh, radiation! It was radiation. The... Maybe he's gonna voice a droid. It was no. the Libyans, Mando. It was the Libyans. You know, Tony. Trying. I think Tony, you might be right. That Just would be voicing a droid. That would be a well, good choice. They tend to reserve um, comedians for the voices of droids. Not to say that he's not like funny. Um, I was gonna say, have you seen wait, him so I in the live droid? action The Tick? Egg, egg food just called it. He's gonna play a space taxi repairman. Ah, mm. perfect. I like that. <laughs> he's, he's gonna be uh, Reverend a Jim. Ah, <laughs> oh, the old folks like that joke. No, if he played, if he played an old alien that worked on taxis, I would, would I would call Carrie on the phone and and then we'd call Shannon and we'd be like, remember taxi. That would be ah, hilarious. What's a taxi? <laughs> it was just his groundbreaking that's, role. All right. Um, that's no, true. I'm that's asking two, what a taxi is. Two An references actual. there that young people won't get. The show and the actual device. The actual <laughs> thing. <laughs> is that the one with um, the guy in it, Taxi Driver? It's no. From a, it's from a period yeah. of time where really homely men could be leading, uh, leading actors right. in television shows. It was actually a very funny TV series. It was. Uh, it, was yeah. it was groundbreaking. Yeah, it, Andy Kaufman was in it. It's like somebody hey, said, hey, let's take half of the inmates from one flew over the cuckoo's nest and put them in a sitcom. Exactly. That's exactly yeah. it. Because, <laughs> yeah, there were three of them, weren't there? Yes. Oh, that's yeah. good, Lee. Thank you. Yeah, you, All right. you, had, you had Danny DeVito. You had... The you guy had, from uh, Always Sunny. <laughs> His best role, absolutely. You had Danny DeVito. You had you had Christopher Lloyd. You had um, oh shit, uh, was there three? I had it in my head. What it was the Andy other person Kaufman? from Taxi? Andy? Uh, no, Andy Kaufman wasn't. No, Andy Kaufman got his breakout on Taxi. Oh, oh my okay. god, do I have Maybe to two. Google this? Yeah, Maybe just two. No, Maybe it's, it's right. just two. It's all right. right. Well, let's we'll move on. We'll move on. Sure. Move on. Um, so. Uh, Thanks to an apparent technical glitch, oh, we Tony found Danza? Tony, Tony Danza, Danza, Judd Hirsch, yep. Judd Hirsch. Uh, I love that they're Henry. reading IMDb to us. Yeah, that's uh -uh. where we're at right now. This is Google. All right. oh, I'm on IMDb. Um, <laughs> well, thanks to a, an apparent technical glitch, uh, we found out the release date for yes. the Batman on HBO Max. Uh, according to a uh, deadline, it was uh, also screencapped. The dates before they were removed from the HBO website Oops. says that uh, the Batman will debut on HBO Max Tuesday, April 19th, and Saturday, April 23rd on HBO. 
that's fast. Good. Yeah, they didn't. Uh, they didn't want to let you know this soon, but it was a it was a glitch on the website. Apparently, they wanted uh, you but, to keep coming to theaters as long as possible. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. and and I mean, I'm still gonna try to make it to the theater next week to see it. It's, it's, it's a, a theater worthy show, if you ask yeah. me. It's, I want to watch it in the dark. Yeah, yeah, because if you're gonna watch it at home, you got to turn off all of the lights. Yeah, <laughs> well, maybe light a candle or two because it is sexy, <laughs> <laughs> or potentially stinky. Or light a candle if because you're in Rebecca's house. It's the emoness. <laughs> yeah, my house stinks just like all the time. But uh, <laughs> apparently, that uh, rataalada.com website is still up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, it's changing. It's constantly changing. Yeah, it's uh, interactive. Yeah, so you can go there and find extra and stuff. Spoiler alert for the movie. Am I right, Tony? Mm-hmm. Oh, I haven't looked. <laughs> so only no rat rat oh yeah 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 the yeah. website itself the word is, itself yeah. Yeah. yep uh, more Batman news uh, because you had uh, is it Paul Dano or Paul Dano, Dano. played Riddler I was it Dano Dano yeah all right he was uh, awesome in that Paul, movie Paul Dano has signed on to write a limited series comic book about the Riddler called Riddler Year One uh, apparently oh. what happened was is that he and uh, the director talking about the creation of the character there was a lot of stuff that they came up with that never made it into the movie and so uh they're going to do a six issue bi-monthly limited series starting in october and he's writing it and uh you've got uh it'll be out in comic uh, books, do you, uh, you know who's drawing it steven subic because that's the thing about comic book artists is they also do not get the recognition they deserve yes uh, Steven Subic, he's a European artist. He recently announced that he joined DC Comics on Twitter. How long has this whole yeah. Riddler being the Zodiac Killer thing been going around? I mean, that was that was flowing around during Nolan's period that they wanted to do that, wasn't it? Oh yeah, it's always been the idea for uh, yeah. for the Riddler uh, nice. to, uh, to do I, that kind of I thing. I gotta I gotta say though, what the is, what the hell is year, Riddler Year One going to be about? Like him just going It's about him. It's about him acquiring 500 followers on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> it's just Yeah, like, I get what? that joke. And you think I'm joking. The in the I'm sorry, this is not really a spoiler alert, but he has 500 he has over 500 followers on the internet. <laughs> and so Riddler year 1 is about him acquiring 500 followers. Well, here's here's what the synopsis says. The series explores the background of how accountant Edward Nashton went from simple Gotham City nobody to becoming Batman's nemeses setting them on a collision course in the blockbuster feature film uh but also so in the batman it's his second year as batman and all of the stuff that the riddler does he definitely doesn't do overnight so i can see how they could make a comic out of the what the riddler has been doing in the last year to set up to the events in the movie the batman Mm -hmm. for sure i think a lot of people like how come batman gets you know his butt kicked so much in this movie because it's he's in the middle of the second year of being Batman. He's you know? just a dude. This is this is like this this movie is his first like real big case. Everything up else in, in so. his Batman career up to this point has been like low level thugs and little gang member things and stuff like that. And you know, anytime, no matter how good of a fighter you are, you take on seven goons, twelve yeah, goons, you're, fifteen you're gonna goons. Get up. You're, you're gonna get your an owie. Yeah, you will. You'll get an owie. It'll hurt your knees, Rebecca. Yep. You'll yeah. get a nipsy doodle. Could you imagine? <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, Jeff Bezos uh, 
is very excited to announce that there is something else left for him to own, uh, MGM. Uh, he <laughs> he wants to be James Bond. That he, picture's amazing. That is great, isn't it? Uh, he uh, he announced uh, an $8.45 billion deal to buy MGM. Uh, so, you know, that's that's... And we've talked about this story a, a year or so ago because it's yeah. been going through the process, but that's 007, James Bond. You know, where's the Federal Trade Commission? I'm just curious uh, because this guy's buying everything and nobody seems to care. I'll tell you where they're at. They're in his back pocket. They're in all these, these rich uh, conglomerates' back pockets. What, when are we going to start calling them oligarchs? Exactly. Let's start. Let's start well, on they're this American. Show. They can't be oligarchs if they're American. They're successful businessmen. But uh, yeah, so this is a uh, so that means that Amazon will add the vast catalog of more than four thousand films, seventeen hundred TV shows, oh, seventeen thousand TV shows. Excuse me, uh, for its offering, beefing up its library. So, you know, we're talking Silence of the Lambs, which I love. Fargo. We're talking. You know, Pink Panther, all that stuff. Rocky. Yeah, all of that stuff. Well, I'm just waiting for the day that Disney and Amazon, they just finally, they got two parts of the country. (laughs) Yeah. And they're going to go together. There's going to be a a civil war. And that's the plot of Disney. And and that's the plot of DMZ on HBO Max. I know. Oh, (laughs) has that started? Yes. I watched the first episode yesterday. Uh, We'll talk about it coming up. Okay. Um, and then there was this, uh, this interesting news, and um, I want to talk about Trek fans after we get, talk about this casting. Uh, Strange New Worlds, they, they approved season two already, even though we haven't even seen season one. Yeah, and they have, they have uh, cast Captain Kirk. Look yeah. at young Bruce Campbell here. Look at that. Guy's a, oh. that guy's a vampire. He does, look like, he does look like Bruce Campbell a bit, doesn't he? He does a little bit, yeah. Mm. Anyway, Paul Wesley is his name. He looked like a pixel. <laughs> <laughs> Accurate, That's true. Yes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> uh, Paul Wesley uh, from the Vampire Diaries, Amira and Sam, Medal of Honor. Elena. Is it? Oh. Gotta protect Elena. Oh, okay. Vampire Diaries. He looked like John Mayer if he had his shit together. <laughs> like, he doesn't look like he's actually aged at all since Vampire Diaries. Maybe well, no, because he's, he's a, vampire, a vampire, Tony. Oh, he doesn't. He looked like John Mulaney if he no. was a quarterback. <laughs> this is like, I can roast Jay, I'm roasting the shit out of this dude. Jay, you no. got to check out, check out the cover of, uh, I think it's Newsweek or Time or something. It's got Vitalik Buterin in it. On it, he looks like an emaciated Tom Brady. (laughs) Oh, the crypto guy? (laughs) The crypto guy, Ethereum, yeah. That's weird that you know his name, Tony. Crypto pervert. (laughs) Now, Star Trek fans were being awful this week because immediately they freaked out and said fans being awful i know right i'm not i'm used i'm not used to it with star trek fans though is this i know they're getting pretty bad with the they are stuff yeah they are they immediately flipped out and said why would you do this you haven't give captain pike you know you give him one season and suddenly we're bringing in captain kirk and you're going to be retelling all of these stories again no 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 pike was the captain of the enterprise for 15 years okay if Kirk is there, chances are, and, and this Star Trek Discovery season, um, second season, takes place eight years into that. So they're not getting rid of Captain Pike. If anything, they're just introducing the character. Because he uh, was, uh, Kirk was on the Republic, right? Wasn't he before? 
Ellen, he was, I think he was, I don't, I don't think, Cap, I don't think Enterprise was his first commission as captain either. I think he'd been a captain of a smaller ship. Let me see. So, you know what's I'll, I'll look like, it up. Star, I've got the War, Star Wars fans, if they were introducing a younger version of, uh, I don't know, somebody else in Star Wars, Star <laughs> Wars fans would be like, oh my God, absolutely <laughs> losing my shit. Uh, let's see. So he, so uh, eight years into tenure. Yeah, Kirk was on the Republic. He was also, he was, he was at the Academy teaching for a while. So, I mean, calm down, Star Trek fans. All right. Just let it yeah. happen. So he was on the USS Farragut as a phaser gun crew member. He the was USS what? Yeah, Farragut. <laughs> I know where you're going, Rebecca. Farragut. Farragut. Yeah, and he, he was a lieutenant for a long time. I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's not it's not like, unfortunately, we've got the J.J. Abrams movie where all you have to do is be hot for a few minutes and you'll be captain of an Enterprise. <laughs> is that you, not in the how military, that works? No, you spend <laughs> a long time works. working your way up to captain. I mean, hmm. like, there's a, guy, there's a guy on this very podcast who in a J.J. Abrams universe would already be a retired rear admiral with his time in the military. I'm talking about Jay. Shit. <laughs> sure. No, that's no, because you're so good looking. No, it's because you're hot. In the J.J. Abrams universe, all you have to do is be hot and heroic for 15 minutes. They'll be like, here's a ship. You're captain now. In the J.J. Abrams universe and also real life. (laughs) (laughs) True. So the other other Star Trek fan (laughs) thing that I need to address this week is all of of these bad Star Trek fans who are freaking out about stunt casting in the season finally of Discovery Season 4. I was going to ask you if you were going to talk about this. Um, I'm, I'm not going to talk about the plot or the show itself, and this really isn't a spoiler, but uh, Stacey Abrams, who is running for uh, governor of uh, Alabama, Georgia, oh, Georgia. Georgia. She's Georgia. the one who flipped Georgia blue. Georgia. Yep. She did. Now, Georgia. she is a Star Trek fan, and if you don't believe me, there is a, uh, I rarely mention other, uh, plenty of yeah, there are plenty receipts. of receipts of where she's a Star Trek fan. Which she doesn't have to provide. She doesn't have to provide, but they cast her as the president of United Earth, and she played the role. I thought I was going to say United <laughs> Airlines. <laughs> and, and these bad Star Trek fans went crazy about stunt casting. I challenge you to go back and take a look at Star Trek. And talk about stunt casting, all right? It's all through it. Seth MacFarlane's in there. Frazier's in there. I mean, yeah. I could go like on. Fra- Mick- like Frazier as yeah. Frazier? Fra- M- yeah. Mick, Mick, Mick Fleetwood. <laughs> Mick Fleetwood is stunt cast in John there. Tesh. Yeah. Uh, and how, then, about the, how about The Rock before he was The, the Rock? Rock was there. Yeah. I, uh, and, yeah. um, you know, it, so... A, there's plenty of stunt casting. B, oh man, it's so surprising that Star Trek got political. <laughs> nope. What? No. Yeah, nope. No. <laughs> what show have you been watching, show. people? What show? I anyway. All right. Uh Stephen Hawking's played himself. That's yeah. about right. as stunty as you can get. Exactly. Well, Jesus Christ, uh, Whoopi Goldberg for fuck's sake. Whoopi Goldberg. You know? Oh yeah. I mean, G- Whoop- Whoopi Goldberg played Jesus Christ. It's <laughs> it was great too. Uh but anyway, so I just wanted to say sit back and let the Star Trek happen to you. All right. You'll enjoy it. 
Yeah. We better take yeah. a break and let uh, Rebecca take care of her dog here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <He's... laughs> well, it sounds like he's, a, sounds like he's no, dying. He's, I... he's whining. He's... <laughs> this isn't even the old one. This is the young one. All right. So after these messages, we'll be right back. Dr. Volt's Comics and the Nerd Store. Let's see what's going on uh, this month. Oh, big month for comic book fans. First, it's the return of the Comics Cove to the Nerd Store. Saturday, March 19th and Sunday, March 20th, the Nerd Store pulling out their massive collection of comic book back issues. Tens of thousands of comic books. It's an event so big that they needed another store. Comic books will start at $1.00. You could fill a short box full of comics for like 100 bucks or a long box for 150 And in addition to all the comics, look for special deals on toys, models, pops, and figures, all at their custom pop-up store at the Valley Fair Mall, Saturday, March 19th from noon to 8 p.m. And Sunday, March 20th from noon to 6 p.m. Second, don't forget to read more and better comics in 2022. Dr. Volts and the Nerd Store are stocked up on what you need to read before and after you see the new Batman movie. Uh, drop by either store for a copy of The Court of Owls, Zero Year, Long Halloween, and so much more. The Nerd Store in the Valley Fair Mall and Dr. Volts Comic Connection, 2043 East, 3300 South. If it's worth reading, it's in a comic. And we're back. Okay. Uh, let's see. We got casting news for two two items of casting news for the same show. <laughs> I love this. Uh, because we love the Harley Quinn cartoon on HBO Max, yes. right? Yes. I love it. Now, we've got a couple of, and these were announced at South by Southwest, which uh, just wrapped up recently, uh, for voice work on the Harley Quinn cartoon. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, James Gunn will play himself. Yay! <laughs> yes. That is so great. I In love the it. Harley Quinn cartoon. And I hope that he gets he looked like a I hope he gets like murdered it. spectacularly. I hope that <laughs> you he know probably wrote that into his contract for it. Character uh, must die spectacularly. I want King Shark to eat him. Something like that. You know? <laughs> Something like that would just be hilarious. Um I just want to know when he started playing the role of mayonnaise. <laughs> Because he went from one of the whitest men alive to literally the whitest man alive. <laughs> he let his uh, hair dye job uh, stop during quarantine. Oh. Yeah. That's what happened during Jackass Forever. They started mm-hmm. to film Jackass, and Johnny Knoxville had his hair dyed. But that's what, but, that's what happened to me, too. Oh, you were filming Jackass, and then the pandemic hit, and then you had to grow your hair out? Exactly. Um, yep. huh. Let's see. So there's that, and also on the same show, Nightwing is going to appear. I love this casting. And it's once again our old friend Guillermo from What We Do in the Shadows. (laughs) Please. Harvey Leolin will be playing Nightwing. (laughs) Those are cool glasses. I love it. Those are incredible glasses. And most stylists will tell you that round face people should not wear round lenses. And I'm here to say Harvey's proving otherwise. That's true. Yeah, that I, I, just re- I really, really want I Nightwing for some reason to say creepy paper. <laughs> creepy paper. <laughs> I just can't wait to hear that voice coming out of Nightwing. Yes. Out of Nightwing, yeah. It's gonna be great. I, like, I like how the lenses actually go outside of the metal frames. That's, that's, that's what really I like cool. about it. That's what I was yeah. just noticing. That's just fine, yeah. bro. Ah. Yeah. Oh, Those are good-looking glasses. Those are. He, he looks like a mad optometrist. <laughs> 
Now, honestly, he looks he looks like a cool dentist. Like, yes, you know what I mean. Yeah, like, that's perfect, man. Like I'd get a root canal. Your descriptions, from this dude, you know, like you know he's got are a, on point today, good, Jay. Yeah. Open wide, please. Your descriptions are just perfect. Spit yeah. or don't. What I what I love about Harvey, and this is yeah. this is the case with what we do in the shadows, has been the case when he was in the magicians. He played a, a map keeper on the magicians quite. Oh my god! And then when the castle disappears, I... and he's like, "Fuck!" Got to redraw all the maps because <laughs> he has to redraw. What I love about him <laughs> is that he's a big dude, and he's never ever the subject of fat jokes. I love that. <laughs> it's so great. That's so, true. Yeah. Uh, now this is the, actually this is I I buried this here in the middle of the show, but this is actually the project that I am the most excited about that was announced this week. Now this is a comic book that uh, I mean I read some of it from Boom Studios. It was uh, Irredeemable, oh, and then there was a spinoff yeah. oh, yeah. series called Incorruptible. Yep. Yeah. Now for those who don't know, Irredeemable uh, was sort of a deconstruction of. Uh, well-known superhero tropes, story of how the world's greatest hero, the Plutonian, let's call him Superman, shall we? Yeah, Yeah, Uh, it's, I mean, there's no bones about it. So he snaps under the pressure of his responsibility and charts a dark path to become the world's greatest supervillain, slaughtering millions in the process. Now the spinoff, Incorruptible, also flipped the paradigm and followed the supervillain Max Damage as he responded to the plutonium's evil by gradually transforming himself into a superhero with the aim of stopping the plutonium. uh, Those both so good. Yeah, and and the added (laughs) pressure, though, is that uh, that, uh, this character, uh, his powers are starting to degenerate and and he's starting to lose his mind. Um, Now... That's an interesting concept for a superhero movie. But wait till I tell you who's making it. This is what got me excited. Because we all loved The Harder They Fall on Netflix, right? Yeah. That's yeah. a Western. It's, it's James Samuel. Is, and I, I remember saying when I saw that movie, I said, show me anything that this guy has directed. I will watch it all. Yeah. Well, he's making it. He is oh, going to be the director. No. Yes. So is it a movie or a series? It's uh, it's for Netflix, so it'll probably be a movie, maybe a series. They we I don't know now. Series. It's just in the beginning stages. I think it's time they start doing Mories. Those Morris are series Morris. of movies. Oh, I see. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Now, uh, also uh, <coughs> producing the adaptation will be uh, Jay Z. Uh, we've got uh, James Lasseter. We got uh, let's see, Stephen Christie and Ross Ritchie for Boom. And uh, the writer, let me see if I can find this here. The writer is, uh, he also helped with The Harder They Fall, but he also wrote One Night in Miami and co-directed, oh, wow. he co-directed uh, the Pixar movie Soul. Hmm. Uh, well, so, what do these guys know about things? Exactly. <laughs> I mean, if you've got some storytelling there, that certainly, wow. I, I mean, like I said, huh? Who was the writer of the comic? Was it was that a Mark Wade comic? It was Mark Wade. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it was uh, Mark Wade, illustrated mostly by Peter Kraus. Uh, but uh, that is actually the project that I'm looking forward to yeah, the that, most. I was pretty excited about that too. So you know, run to your comic book store and pick up some issues of irrede- irredeemable and incorruptible, and and enjoy them and read them. It's great. You can get them now at your public library. <laughs> uh, here's a little something. Now, they dropped uh, Spider-Man No Way Home digitally, right? Uh, it was available yep. for download this week. Tuesday. 
on it, but uh, if you want to just watch the first 10 minutes of it, you can on YouTube. Oh I, my uh, God. <laughs> I, I am, if I never, honestly, here's the thing. If I never heard about No Way Home ever again, I think I would be okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like the first 10 minutes of it on YouTube, everyone's already seen it. Have they? Who needs well, the first 10 minutes? Yeah, looking at the box office receipts, I'd say that just about everybody on the planet has seen it. So my Spider-Man disappeared. Sorry, guys. That's all right. Uh, but uh, the uh, you can watch it on YouTube. It's the first 10 minutes, uh, you know, and really the first 60 seconds is like credits and stuff. But uh, if, you'd, if you'd like so to watch, you can watch the, the credits. <laughs> so you got the digital release is out and the DVD Blu-ray 4K is April 12th. But, uh, yeah, so you can watch the first 10 minutes on YouTube right now. That's something to do while you're at work. Also released this week, the first full-length tra- trailer for Ms. Marvel. Yeah. And that I is out. I watched it. It's what? <laughs> yeah. The nerds, the nerds are losing their minds because her powers are different. But She so still stretches. Better. She still stretches. Yeah. I was going to say, we don't really know from this trailer how... Uh, different her powers are i don't know what comedian said it but there's a comedian that just had a, a great bit about how any stretchy guy is going to look stupid so yeah, well, that's, just powers look good. that's just a yeah. fact stretchy people look stupid on tv so they right? had to add a cosmic element to it to also tie it into captain marvel and monica rambeau come on yep. it looks but so great though i mean i was gonna say here's here's the thing cute. is that it catches the essence of the character beautifully that's what matters right you know I mean, my the most exposure I've had to this character was playing the Avengers game, uh, but uh, everything about her seems to be translating just great onto this trailer. So, I mean, it's awkward kid, awkward powers, awkward family, and that's that's what's there. I, I and to the people complaining about changing her powers, you know, they probably wanted to keep them the same, and then they did test footage, and it looked yeah. fucking stupid. Exactly. <laughs> right. And, and also. Maybe, Maybe her powers are in are evolving right now, and maybe at would the also, end of this series, it'll be the way it should be. You don't know. I would also direct you to Spider-Man No Way Home, where they have a great segment talking about movies changing powers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Rebecca. We referenced No Way Home again. <laughs> June Sorry. 8th. Sorry you saw it seven years before the rest of us. <laughs> well, so it's t- not that I saw it seven years before the rest of you. It's the fact that they keep putting out stuff. And news articles keep coming out about stuff about it. <laughs> and the movie came out in December. I'm over it. Kind of whiny, too. Uh, anyway, I'm <laughs> I'm excited about Ms. Marvel. Listen, so. I didn't say anything about you being spicy earlier. Ooh. I didn't say you were spicy. I said you were whiny. <laughs> yeah, there's a difference. Uh, let's anyway, let's... I'm here for it. Wine away. It's awesome. <laughs> let's raise a glass. Raise a glass, everybody. Because the... <laughs> My glass the... is full of tea bags. <laughs> that... Wow. That's, that's unfortunate. Oh, oh that kind of tea bag. <laughs> ah, we a go. glass um... full of tea bags for you, sir. <laughs> Enjoy. Uh... <laughs> The star of the Godzilla Open movies <laughs> is dead, and I'm Godzilla? not talking about I'm not talking about Godzilla. I know you'd think he's the star of the Godzilla movies, but the uh, movie's about him. It's called yeah. Godzilla. It's actor Akira Takarada. He was in the original 1954 film, and he 
then went on to be in just about all of them. <laughs> this guy was like Japan's Elvis. Oh, look at look at him. What a good-looking guy. stunner. Yeah. Uh, he appeared regularly over the first few decades uh, of the franchise. Multiple comebacks. He, uh, he died this week at 87 years old. It says no cause of death was given, but I'm guessing 87 old. years old. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The old. Uh, wow. He was uh, born in 34. He got his first shot uh, acting in 53. His first film, eh, some weird monster movie called Godzilla. He played uh, sailor Hideto Otaga. Otaga tells the Japanese Coast Guard about the first ship Godzilla destroys and witnesses uh, the king of kaiju destruction at the end. Uh, he also made his way into the 1956 American, 57 French, and 77 Italian recuts of the film. He was also in Mothra vs. Godzilla, Invasion of the Astro Monster, Ibra Horror of the Deep. That's all a good movie. All considered part of uh, Godzilla's monster franchise. Uh, he then returned for Godzilla vs. Mothra in 92, Godzilla Final, Final Wars in 2004. Um, he was uh, in the Gareth Edwards reboot, but was cut. Uh, but uh, he was asked to be there. He, he did a lot of voice work. Uh, the guy was... Uh, a legend if you're a Godzilla fan. So, you know, if I Didn't lived they... in that universe, I would I would look at him as the reason why all the monsters were there since he was in all the movies. Mm-hmm. Be like, or at least just try to stay away from him, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Did they, like, cut him out of the American versions and put in Raymond Burr, though? No. No, he was still there. Raymond Burr was more was of just, a... like was a narrator, wasn't he? Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was he was at it. I'm I'm Raymond Burr to tell you what's going on since you can't understand this wacky Japanese movie. <laughs> Completely unnecessary. I'm Raymond Burr. He's like yeah, these Japanese, huh? <laughs> and uh, let's uh, let's uh, do this story real quick here. Um, Disney has uh, had some problems uh, the past few weeks uh, down in Florida. <laughs> Uh, all because they were they were a little slow on the uh, the don't say gay bill. Um, uh. We talked about it last week, and uh, yeah, they 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 didn't handle it well. Although they finally did handle it, they pulled funding from all politicians, which I think was a mistake. They should have just pulled from the politicians who were supporting the don't say gay well, bill. I do have a, a wild theory, Carrie. Yes, maybe everybody should pull all funding from all politicians all funding from all politicians great idea and and maybe maybe they could run off of just like their platform and and their merits alone well i mean if you look at the history of disney world down there in florida it didn't start Mm -hmm. out with you know buying politicians it was just like hey we're coming in here to give you money because we're disney and they went yes excellent you know right it was all tax and that kind of thing you know that's how they got a lot of money out of (coughs) disney but uh, and Pixar made a very public statement uh, accusing Disney of censoring uh, LGBTQ uh, content over the years. No specifics were given, but because of this backlash, uh, we've got a scene that was originally taken out of the movie Lightyear, put back in. It was edited out. It will now be restored. Uh, it's June 17th. Chris Evans as Buzz Lightyear. Uh, the inspiration for the Toy Story space character. One of Buzz's colleagues on his adventure is a character named Hawthorne, voiced by Uzo Aduba. And Hawthorne is in a meaningful relationship with another woman. Uh, And that dynamic was always part of the story. The kiss shared by the couple had been cut from the film. Well, Pixar just said, well, we're going to put it back in. It's uh, 
I, I heard they're cartoons. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Well, it's, uh, so, it's an interesting thing because a lot of people go, I mean, the reaction oftentimes is something like, well, it's just a cartoon. It's just this. It's, it's, this shouldn't matter. But it does matter. I mean, look at how mm-hmm. long it took Marvel. Marvel still, has Marvel still, I mean, had a mainstream movie character that's gay? Not a mainstream, no. Eternals. Oh, Eternals. Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah but he's not like mainstream. The, yeah, is that, a, a, is that a character that the entire <laughs> franchise is is dependent on, right? No, just that movie. Right. And you had hints. You had uh, one of the directors playing a gay character in the in the last Avengers movie. But yeah, he, and the, yeah. They're so conservative about this stuff. It's like, oh, we can hint about it, or we can we can say even in Star Wars where you find out that uh, that uh, one of the one of the pilots had gay moms. Mm-hmm. It's not in the movies, so cool. Pay it all the lip service you want in the side stuff. But until you're actually showing this shit, you're just erasing those people. So they don't have any representation. They don't exist in your universe, no matter how much you say they do, until you actually show it. So, well, uh, there's I'll get reason... off my soapbox now. <laughs> no, there's reason enough to boycott Florida right there. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Lightyear released on June 17th, and uh, so we'll be seeing that in that movie. And you're right, in, in Eternals, that I consider that a major character for that film. I don't know where those characters will wind up later I'm, on down the road. You know, I'm, so predicting, know. I'm predicting nowhere. You think? I'm predicting they'll be the Inhumans of 2021. Hmm. I don't know. I got a feeling we're going to see a few of them back. Anyway, uh, after these messages, messages, we'll be right, 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 right back. Are you troubled by strange vaccination theories in the middle of the night? Do you worry that the vaccine has changed your DNA? Have you or anyone in your family seen a magnet clinging to a recently vaccinated person? If the answer is yes, then don't wait another minute. Pick up your phone and call the professionals. Mythbusters. Our courteous and efficient staff is on call 24 hours a day to serve all your vaccine-related conspiratorial needs. We're We're ready ready to inform you. Call Mythbusters 304-804-MYTH. That's 304-804-MYTH. Okay, I want to find out what you guys have been consuming this week, but before we do, and I'm sad that Jay had to step out because <laughs> this next story is just for him because he's close friends with Frank Miller. Oh, yeah, he is, isn't he? <laughs> it's good, buddy. No, he's not. Anybody, anybody want to tell that story before I finish this? <laughs> okay. So, what? Shannon will have a much better... I, all I know is we were in a motel lobby in San Diego when we went on the big... <laughs> Let's let's go to San Diego Comic Con thing, and Jimmy and Shannon look over and they see Frank Miller hanging out in the lobby of the motel, and Jay's like, "Oh shit, I gotta go meet Frank Miller," and so he goes over, <laughs> shakes this guy's hand, and he's palling around with him, good. telling him what a huge fan he is. God, I just love your shit, man. You're I love great. Your and he comes back I over. Fuck, I fucks with your shit, man. <laughs> And uh, turns out he was talking to Frank Miller's brother. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Best bud, oh, Frank Miller's bro. It was so. Uh, <laughs> ever, it? ever since then, it's been you know Frank Miller, good friend of Jay. Frank Jay Whitaker. Uh, <laughs> and was it was it Robert Rodriguez there too? Yeah. Yes. He was. So they here's Robert Rodriguez. You know one of. <laughs> so it's, 
It's like, can you, I bet, I bet Robert Rodriguez tells this story too. You know, one time I was at Comic-Con and this dumb motherfucker. <laughs> he was so excited. It was, it was, it was one of the most purely geek show moments we've ever had in the history it of the really show was. where, you know, you're walking up to, um, the, the creative force behind, you know, machete and, uh, mm-hmm. the, the Desperado movies and, future director of the mandalorian or in book of boba fett and uh frank miller creator of sin city the dark knight returns and you know you hang out and talk to his brother it's cool yeah <laughs> i'm gonna shoot for the guy in the middle uh the owners of uh, golden apple comics in los angeles found a have, wizard yeah have launched a foundation to preserve and safeguard uh comic and art the the art of comic books the art form of comics and they have nabbed Frank Miller for its first fundraising events. Uh, the uh, Apple Comic and Art Foundation uh, stated goals to preserve, safeguard, and showcase private collections to ensure that comic books, art, and collectibles are secured for future generations. Now, here's what they, they explain, what they're doing. Because of the changing landscape, having digital comics and NFTs and even using tablets to draw and make them, I mean, because that's what all of them do now, the original art form is slowly going away. Well, that's according mm-hmm. to Ryan Leibowitz, the founders, uh, foundation's president. It's he actually says, really hard to find original art to buy. Yeah. So the yeah. point of this is to celebrate and save comics. And the impetus of the foundation was a longtime Apple Comics customer wanted to donate his extensive collection to the University of Pennsylvania, where he went to school. Uh, and so the newly created foundation will now catalog and archive the collection and ensure its safe transportation. Uh, it's very popular for people to donate to universities. The problem is, is that the people at the universities don't specialize in comics. And so that's what they wanted to do. And part of the fundraiser is uh, the first fundraising event is a charity screening and the North American premiere of a documentary about Frank Miller. I didn't know about this uh, called Frank Miller, American Genius. And it centers on Frank, of course, who uh, brought us all of those wonderful... I mean, he changed Daredevil into the character that I love so much. Yeah, It's not about his brother? <laughs> it's not about his brother, no. Oh, okay. Um, so the good news is, is it's March 25th. The bad news is it's in Arizona. Uh, oh. <laughs> you know, that hellscape, the land that wants to kill you. Um, oh, you mean the land that did kill my whole family? Yeah. <laughs> hey, it tried to get us in the 90s, but we were too drunk to notice. That's right. It just burn all my hair out. So it'll be uh, a Q and A with Frank, uh, the film's director, uh, Selene Thomas, will be there, and uh, it is a fundraising event for that. And it will be at Atomic Comics, which was closed and is now reopening. It folded ten years ago in uh, in Arizona, and they're going to have Frank down there autographing and all of that stuff. But uh, uh, this is a great thing, and it's it's true. I I, I got thinking. You know, because I've been buying old issues of comics, as you can see behind me, and hanging them up on the wall. But I got thinking, maybe I should take the step into original comic art. I wonder. It's fun. Yeah. It's like one of the, it's like, uh, like how I like to track down Mondo posters. Mm-hmm. You know, it, our buddy, our buddy Jeremiah things. Lupo buys original comic art. He, he, went oh, he and does? got, yeah, Egg. he got, Egg does. Yeah. Oh. Egg does a ton. Yeah. Yeah, he oh, yeah, I've seen got, uh, on his camera shots when when we have him on the show. I've, he's got something behind him, and I I keep meaning to ask him what that is. Uh, do you remember is that? Do you remember that Sinister Six series that was so good where it was only five people? 
in the Sinister <laughs> Six, and they're yes. like trying they're trying to steal a mobster's head. And it was mm-hmm. on an RC car. Maya got the page of of one of the guys in the Sinister Six like stealing the head of the mobster and Ooh. and yeah. So I mean, it's like I think it's cool. I I had a chance to get some Bernie Wrightson art a couple years ago, and I didn't have the money, and now I'm really kicking my own ass over that. Well, uh, Jeremiah, hang on to that stuff. It sounds like it's going to be worth something. Yeah. <laughs> Guys, so, like my my uh, computer just shut down for a second, and I'm back. But I wanted to share my favorite Frank Miller memory. Hmm. Was I was also with you, Carrie? Oh yes, yes, yes. I've still got when that we uh, yeah. yeah, when we went and uh, uh, lined up to have our copies of Sin City signed by uh, Frank Miller. Mm-hmm. And this is after we all knew he had directed RoboCop two. And remember, it got delayed forever and ever yeah, and ever. Yeah. <laughs> and so I get up to and I'm like, oh, Mr. Miller, blah, blah, blah. And I go, so, hey, what's the story with RoboCop? And uh, Frank Miller looks at me and goes, well, Officer Murphy was shot. <laughs> 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 and then, he, you know, he's just earnestly going through the origin of RoboCop. <laughs> and then just and then he couldn't take it anymore. He just started laughing. It was so fucking funny. Now, eggs. Eggs in That's the chat awesome. room. Is it superior foes of Spider-Man that you have behind you, Egg? Is that the artwork? I'd, I'd love to see it. Anyway, so there is that. Okay, let's uh, find out what you guys have been consuming this week. Who wants to oh, start? Bef- before we do that, oh yes. I, I just looked up Bernie Wright's an original art. Mm-hmm. Um, since he died, his art has uh, greatly oh, yeah. appreciated. So some of the... Um, well, for instance, if you want the cover of... Swamp Thing number one. It's only one hundred ninety-one thousand dollars. I yeah yeah nothing. <laughs> so and that makes me sad because I know that Bernie Wrightson did not die well off. So. I mean, he probably yeah. never made one hundred ninety-one thousand dollars in his life. Yeah, these guys were commission artists. God, that's that, such bullshit. Yeah, yeah. it's such okay. bullshit. All right. Well, now I now I'm, that that makes me not want to get into it now. But uh. but then you can say you own you own, <laughs> you spent money that Bernie Wrightson never Ooh. saw. Oh, Egg says he has a Jeff Parker page from Agents of Atlas. Stop stirring your drink, whoever that is. Thank you. Shannon. Uh, Yeah. Oh, (laughs) Jeff Parker from Agents of Atlas. I love that comic. I would love that. Nice. Okay. Anyway. All right. What did we consume this week? Who wants to go? Uh, I'll go first. Okay. Rebecca. Um, So I watched um, Turning Red, which I really loved because... Who among us has not been a 13-year-old horny girl getting her period for the first time? I I was not, but I still loved it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, very very sweet. I you know, I have never been into anime or anything, but I still had a really good appreciation for it. Awesome. Um I watched a horror movie on Hulu that I'm really bummed about called The Deep House, which is a really interesting concept. Where it's a haunted house, but it's underwater, and they what they did was <laughs> they they reached That's into stupid. It, it's a really interesting premise. But what they did was was they reached their hand into a, a hat full of tropes, and they picked out a bunch of them, and they're like, "We're going to use all of the tropes that we, we picked out of this hat." <laughs> we got guys. We're going to use them all. <laughs> yeah, and it was really frustrating. Um, now and wait, then, question though. Yeah. What's up? Is everyone in the haunted house underwater in scuba gear? The like the, the, the human so the characters? Show, the movie it's it's about um this couple who they are vloggers and they go to like abandoned houses and sites and stuff like that, Trope which is a really one. 
which is a really interesting like thing on YouTube anyway. But then right. um, they have heard of this place where the town was flooded and okay. there are some homes underwater. So they have been prepping and they have scuba, de- scuba gear and they so go. So they went to Thistle in central Utah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, nobody else. Nobody else okay, has scuba so, gear. So all right. Just so it's not like a preserved house that has air in it for some reason underwater no no it's actually no. In. Okay. no it's underwater which is another like horror trope being right. underwater yep yeah yeah uh zachary hansen asking if they split up to investigate absolutely they do of course so <laughs> well why not uh and then i i picked up um the last entertainment weekly ever wow the last physical wow. entertainment weekly see wow this glossy. blows me away because wow. i i was there from issue one Getting mm-hmm. Entertainment Weekly. Yeah, I grew I grew up on Entertainment Weekly, and I'm actually really really emotional That's about wild. it. I mean, there's still but, a magazine, uh, right? Yeah. No. What what? There's still a magazine, just not doing print. They're uh, yeah. digital. Online, yeah, they're online. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and then I'm gonna go see X tonight. I don't. I haven't. I didn't see it before we recorded, but I'm gonna go see it tonight. <laughs> it's uh, for those who don't know, it's uh, it's about a uh, uh, a group of filmmakers who are making a porno. And uh, they they go to the middle of nowhere in Texas to make a porno. What could go Brittany wrong? Brittany Snow, Jenna Ortega, Kid Cudi. Yeah. Very excited. Yeah. What could go wrong? What this could is go the, wrong? the Hills Have Eyes with uh, the porno yeah. shoot Porn. going on. And A24. <laughs> oh. Well, there you, there you go. That's Wow. Uh, yeah. Our, our A24 mistress there. I, I saw a guy reviewing it. And he goes, so it's A24, so it gets oddly artsy at some points. Oddly. <laughs> There's nothing oddly about A24 oddly? and artsy. <laughs> <laughs> you ever seen The Lobster? I mean, come on. <laughs> so, well, that's the thing. Mondo Mondo has been, because you know how they do like drops? They This whole month they're doing A24 films. Uh, A24 horror particularly. So they had a green room poster. Um, this week they had Hereditary and the Killing of a Sacred Deer, which I'm really mad I missed out on both of them. Um, so but, those are you know, all right up your alley. Yeah, so if you like Mondo and A24 horror, they've been doing drops and they will for the next couple of weeks. Nice. Uh, Tiffany Tiffany in the chat, for, chat room refers to this movie as The Hills Have Hard-Ons. Okay. There it is. Nice. The Hills the well hills. Played. The hills have thighs. <laughs> that's a good one, too. Yeah. Thighs. There you go. Rhymes. Yeah. That's the way to go. Yeah. Who, who's next? I'll go next. Okay, Tony? Uh, I didn't watch a whole lot of new stuff this week, but I'm keeping up on the stuff that's still coming out weekly. You know, like Picard. Freaking mm-hmm. awesome. Yeah. Um, we finished up uh, Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Freaking awesome. Uh, you know, that kind of Can thing. Can I say, that show... I. I can't get into it. Really? Mm. I, st- I really I can't. I stopped after season three, I think. Really? Well, that, yeah. I just, yeah. For some season. reason, they're they're forced, like, old 1940s talk. I just, it drives me nuts. And see, <laughs> usually forced. that drives me nuts as well, but it doesn't bother me in it's, this show. I, it just it's fits Amy, for some reason. It's Amy Sherman Palladino, and, like, if you watch Gilmore Girls or any of her other shows, she's she's just such a natural yeah. writer with, with language. She's got well, that. Uh, she's got that Aaron Sorkin style of dialogue writing that I just Aaron love. Sorkin, and, but for women. And exactly. the thing is, is I don't like her other shows, but I, I love I Marvelous Mrs. Maisel. Hmm. Yeah. Um, so anyway, I, I really like that one. Um, let's see, The Dropout. Have I talked about this show yet with oh, you guys? I don't think so. About Elizabeth Whoa. Holmes or whatever. Yes, the Elizabeth Holmes. Uh, 
docudrama, I guess Am- is what it is. Amanda Seyfried. Amanda Seyfried plays Elizabeth Holmes. It's about the basically the rise of her and Theranos, the blood testing hoax company. Oh, mm. it's it's so fascinating. Uh, I, I highly recommend that show if you have any interest in uh, an interesting, based on a true story show about a weirdo. Um, and then uh, we watched The Atom Project. I liked that one. Yeah. I thought it was a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, I I see people dumping on it because it's too like campy or whatever, and I'm just like, shut up. It's good. <laughs> so, <laughs> highly recommend that one. And I got to get this one off my chest. It's my it's one of my wife's and I's guilty pleasures. We watch the Bachelor shows, oh. and <laughs> wow, I just got to say the last episode of this last season. That Clayton fella, he's one uh, one dumb guy. So wow. I read I read an article about what happened in this wow. last episode. The all of, is, all of them are fucking idiots. Oh yeah, and <laughs> everybody he's the sucks. King, he's the king idiot though. He's and, king idiot for sure. Wow. But Susie, I've, I guess, is she's also queen idiot too. Yeah, yeah, it's bad. But anyway, I just, oh, anyway, <laughs> I don't even know what to say about right. that other than you. You, you idiot. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it for me. Uh, who's next? Uh, I can go. Okay. I go. we got a couple things. So, uh, luckily for Carrie, not a lot of action on this week's uh, mass Singer <laughs> that I have to cover. Yeah, who, just, who was on Just the though? regular drum. Uh, who, who was unmasked? Yeah. It was Joe Buck. Joe Buck? See, Carrie. I guess he's let me, a sports let me, guy. Yeah, let me. Okay, you watched. Uh, you watched that show with uh, Hank Azaria, right? Where he's the yeah. sportscaster. Yeah. That his rival in that show, Joe Buck. Oh, okay. That's actually right. a real person who's a real sportscaster, Joe oh, Buck. Okay. I didn't know right. that until semi recently. So there you go, <laughs> Joe Buck. <laughs> We're such geek nerds. I know, right? <laughs> and then. Uh, yeah, Brockmeyer. Yeah. I started watching uh, that new Amy Schumer thing last night. Oh, uh, Life and Beth. How Life is that? Life and Beth. I liked it a lot more than I thought I would. Is it on Hulu? Um, Where is it? Yes. Yeah, okay. I think it's on but Hulu because I've been getting a thousand ads for it. But right. it's um, weird and dark, which I was not expecting from Amy Schumer. And, oh, okay. uh, really? I, yeah, I really like it. It's weird. All right. Okay. That's it. That's what I got. Lee? All right. So before I died on Tuesday, I managed to watch, uh, because Tony was talking about the show, and I said, well, I, I have to watch this show. It sounds right up my alley. And so I started Upload. Oh, good. And I thought you were going to oh, say Guardians of, any... the, Guardians of the Justice. I love it, Rebecca. Because I've, I've been trying to decide if I want to watch it. Oh, did I, did love like, it so I love did it. You, did you it's like, one of my favorite shows. Yeah. Did you like Parks and Rec? Well, I know it's I know it's the guy. I know it's right. the same guy. So what I love is that they gave me a surprise I was not expecting in that I see a, mo- a show with Robbie Amell and I say, well, Stephen Amell was not the world's greatest actor. So what I'm going to keep my expectations low. Turns out Robbie Amell is good. Damn He's delightful. Done. Yeah, not the bad show at all. Is, it has a lot of heart. It has a lot of sincerity. It also has this kind of anti-corporate leaning that I absolutely love. So mm-hmm. I really enjoyed that. Um, and then of and course, got, like one of my favorite things is the dystopian, uh, 
the dystopian technology involved in everything. Well, and there's a thing, there's a thing that happens recurrently and I'm only a couple episodes in, but there's this whole thing where in your afterlife, anything you want to do above the base package costs your, your, your survivors money. Uh And so that you just know that's everything here is possible. This is all possible. <laughs> That's what's if you have money. Consciousness is mappable. We know consciousness will be mappable. We know there's going to be a point where somebody's going to say, we can do this. We can take your consciousness. We can map it, put it on a thumb drive, and we'll let your family go to the afterlife. I love the implications that faith is being torn apart because people are like, well, we don't necessarily need heaven. We can go visit grandma over here. And so, yeah, it's I. It's actually really... Show. It's yeah. big sci-fi in a comedy, uh-huh. and I love that. So, it's, it's um, so and then I died, and so uh, I did <laughs> what, what you I do watch every in time. Heaven? Well, this is what I do when I'm oh, not hell. feeling well. I, I, I tend to surf like in delirium. So, uh, if you have ever had a fever of about 104 and just binge watch Bob's Burgers, it is the weirdest <laughs> experience you'll ever have in your life. Um, but then at one point I woke up and I couldn't figure out why Zendaya was doing drugs and dying and realized that I had somehow switched over to euphoria. And so, um, that was interesting. I literally went from Tina watching her parents run in the nude Catholic on Bob's burgers to Zendaya dying. So, uh, that's an incredible experience. Um, so did you start watching euphoria or no, I know at one point I was just like, I thank you, Carrie. Yeah. I, I realized this is the sound I make when I watch Euphoria. <laughs> what, what what moments I was conscious during Euphoria? I thought to myself, "This is not for me." And so then, uh, post resurrection, uh, we're catching up on Lost season three. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh my God, Ben Linus is the greatest villain in the history of television. Oh, yeah. He's a puppeteer. He's so a mastermind. Awesome. That that fucking lizard going through the whole thing with convince tricking Jack and not tricking Jack. And then, you know, hiring that one lady that looks kind of like his, his ex-wife. And then the dissolution of the relationship between John Locke and Saeed. I mean, that's a heartbreaker right there. And then to top it off, we're really, really close to Charlie dying. And I just know what's coming and, and poor uh, man, (laughs) what a great show. If you're close to Charlie dying, that means you're also close to the best love story episode of all time, well, The Constant. Because Desi, Desi keeps telling him, because Desmond's at that point right now where he keeps trying to stop Charlie from doing shit. Like, mm-hmm. don't go get those birds, Charlie, you'll die. Yep. Don't masturbate in that box, Charlie, you'll die. You know, it's just nonstop. Who hasn't don't... heard that one? Right. Come on. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> all right. Uh, let's see. Okay. Um, well, I usually don't recommend a show until I've seen at least three episodes of it, but I thoroughly enjoyed the first episode of Welcome to Flatch, which is, uh, I was going to watch that last night. Flatch? Like like flatulence? Yeah. Like flatulence. Yeah. A town of farts? You mean my house? (laughs) (laughs) It's about a small town called Flatch. And all all I have to do is say, (laughs) exactly. All I have to do is say Aya Cash is in it, and I'm there. You know, oh. right? So uh, it's it's just a documentary style show about this small town. Uh, and uh, what's his name uh, uh, from American Pie's in it? 
Some, Jason Biggs? Uh, no, Sean Ever- William Scott. William oh. Sean William Scott, what? he's doing stuff? I haven't yeah, seen him in anything him. in a decade. They found him. They found him. <laughs> he plays I, think the, oh. I think the rundown was the last thing I saw him. Was that, uh, was that Pie Fucker or Pie Fucker's friend? Friend. Pie Fucker's friend. friend. Okay. Uh, he uh, he plays the, uh, the the father the priest of the town of the church, uh, <laughs> who okay. used to who used to date Aya Cash, but they're in the, still in the same town and they're not dating, but they clearly haven't gotten over each other. Yeah. Aww. Uh, but it's just because I grew up in a similar type of a situation. I think is probably why I'm enjoying it so much. You're a target uh, audience. Exactly. Um, both treks this week were just terrific. Uh, I'm I, watching I tonight. I can't get over. First of all, season uh, episode three of Picard, season two, so good, so good. Where, where, and this is not a spoiler because we've been telling you this is the plot of the show where they finally make it to Earth 2024, Whoa. and uh, oh, just so good. And then the season finale was it season four of Discovery. I immediately messaged Lee and I went, "That was some of the trekkiest trek that we've ever trekked a trek." And, uh, <laughs> and, I, How much and I responded. Would a Star Trek track if a could if a Star Trek could track track. Exactly. And my response was, "Is that you, Mister Panda? I can't see you." <laughs> <laughs> that was some good track. Anyway, so I watched also the first episode of DMZ. I'm not going to recommend it yet because I'm not sure. Two more I episodes, was, right? I was just well. There's I think there's six or oh, four. but you need three before you recommend. Yeah, that's true. Uh, but Rosario Dawson is always. Wonderful and transcendent. But my new favorite show, and Sue and I watched, I think, four episodes of this just last night, is on Netflix, and the name of the show is... Is It Cake? I signed up for this. what? I love that you did that whole build-up as Casey Kasem. Is it Only, cake? There's, there's 12 people watching right now who even know is what there? the fuck you just did, Carrie Jackson. I know, right? <laughs> is it cake is the name of the show? It's hosted by Mikey Day from Saturday Night Live. And here's and the, the plot. the name of that show is, is it cake? Is it cake? <laughs> and it's funny because it's a drinking game now. Anytime Mikey Day goes, is it cake? <laughs> I'm... I'm there. Uh, it's just they get these, you know, you've seen these cake bakers. And you know how they that, can make... trend, yeah. that trend that was popular a while yeah. ago, like six they months ago, and it. now they've made a show about it? Well, it takes some time to, you know, set up the lights and everything. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the lights. <laughs> but they, they make cakes that look like real items. So, you know, maybe it's shoes. And so they'll have five shoes up on this platform, and one of them is cake. And so the ce- oh my god, yes, please. <laughs> the celebrity guests have to guess which one of those five things ooh, is cake. Ooh. If they pick the wrong thing, do they make them eat the real thing? I wish that leather. would that would only make the show better. But so here eat comes these fucking shoes. So here comes Mikey Dog. Day, and they always give him this oversized, ridiculous knife. At one point, he had a samurai sword, you know. And it's like purses, all of these purses. Which one is it? Cake? Is it cake? I... <laughs> and then he chops an expensive rare he... Louis Vuitton in half. Yes. <laughs> awesome. So it's just. I'm, in. I'm gonna go demand that this is turned on after we are. Up. We are literally thirty seconds away from. I'll buy that for a dollar. Or how about we no, really no, are? No, we're getting. I think we're close to. Uh, ow, my balls. Ow, my balls. Yes. <laughs> Is it cake? Is uh, is the show? I'm just, I, I'm just, I'm just wondering if Paul Verhoeven looks back on RoboCop and goes, "I mm-hmm. fucking warned you." 
Now, here's, here's the thing. Sometimes with shows like this, I'll say don't watch them drunk. In this case, I insist that you watch yeah, this yeah. show drunk, all right? <laughs> Make it the drinking game. Anytime someone says, is it cake, that's your... You, you know what? I'm going to pitch a, a, a game show to Netflix called Will It Float? Exactly. It's the same thing. It's, you know... <laughs> will it next up will it blend will it blend you know well, they, they already have a youtube channel for that so exactly right. well is it cake was already a youtube sensation like recently mm-hmm. i still see i still if i'm scrolling through the stories i still see a woman who's like i'm tricking my husband he thinks this is wings but it's really cake so he wins either way right yeah. what a prank yeah, <laughs> you dick. It'd be another thing this if you gave fucking cake. It'd be another you thing get if you're a divorce. The, it'd be the other thing if if some assholes like Hearly, I made you a cake and I eat he it. Goes, and it's wings. He goes to reach out to his wife. Wife, this is this is not wings. This is cake. Grabs her arm. It's cake. Gets up from his bed. Goes into the bathroom to look in the mirror. It's cake. Goes goes to his car. Tries to start his car. Puts the key in ignition. It's cake. It's Rebecca, cake. Rebecca. Rebecca. <laughs> Rebecca. You just described the greatest Batman villain of all time. <laughs> you did. Cake man. The cakester. The cakester. Al Bruce seen. Wayne. Look what happened to you, Bruce Wayne. Your entire manor has been replaced oh. by cake. <laughs> <laughs> did you see that uh, in an interview recently, Robert Pattinson said his favorite Batman villain is the Condiment King? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Bring him. All right. Could you imagine? It's like that, like you've committed a crime. And then you're just put in a place and everything you try to use is cake. That's right. He's like it's King so Midas. Crazy. King Midas looks up to everything he touches he turns into fondant. Yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's Cake Midas. Cake Midas. All cake right. Midas. Uh, games. Stoney and Lennon will close, uh, close up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. So this week. The games are cakes. The end of March. Uh, they got. There's quite a few good games coming out, or, or potentially good games anyway. Um uh, what's what's today? The nineteenth. Yeah. Okay. So uh, <clears throat> on PS uh, four and PS five, they're finally getting the Ascent, which came out last year on Xbox and PC, and that's a really neat uh, cyberpunk style third person isometric RPG with a lot of really really cool uh, cyberpunk artwork and stylization in there. Uh, something called High Rise City. Uh, something called. Lumote, the Master Moat Chronicles. I don't know. Uh, a memoir <laughs> right. blue. Is it is it is it a moat creation simulator where you make the the the, the thing of water around your castle the moat? You know, I, I would get more into that than whatever this probably is. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, and then also coming out this week, three games I'm actually looking forward to. Uh, on the Switch, we got Kirby and the Forgotten Land. It's a new oh. Kirby game. Yeah. And uh, this one from the makers of uh, the Evil Within games, we have, where'd it go? Ghostwire Tokyo. I think that looks really cool. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, the uh, fantasy shoot 'em up we've been waiting for for quite a while now, Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Free ordered by us. Yep, yep. <laughs> and so... I'm excited about that. <laughs> That's coming out this week. And All right. I'm very excited for it. Okay. I, I believe uh, I believe the um, Cake Midas was actually originally played by Otto Preminger in Batman yes. 66. Yes, Batman. All right. Yes, I have replaced your Bat computer with this nice uh, heavy sponge. 
Robin, I can't use the bat computer. It's cake. Did someone say soggy bottom? <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B, if you would, please. Okay, look, Ham, I don't like him, and I don't want you fucking bringing him around anymore, okay? Squats is not allowed in this house. <laughs> That's right. Wait, hold on. Cake, are you listening? Are you listening, Cake? <laughs> Wait, your cake! The, the ham. The ham is cake. cake. <laughs>